Football, baby! Oh, what? Yeah. Yeah. Welcome. What? (laughs) (laughs) We're here. We're here. What we just did is what the Chicago Bears defense does as soon as they snap the ball. I'm sorry. Every single play. I I didn't sign up for this. A little hesitation? You know what? A little what the fuck should we do now, now that we have the ball in the quarterback hand? This this is, okay, this was an ambush. Okay. (laughs) I didn't expect it, but I looked at the hat right when it said 8 o'clock and said, Let's start it mm. off with some spice tonight. We're going to start off with violence today. <laughs> uh, I, we are also looking for another uh, podcast host. Um, we have an opening. Good luck. Um, yeah. So we, uh, if if anyone would like, literally anyone, if you're able, if you have a voice and are able to put yourself on the internet, um, there's there there's an opening. Continue. What were you going to say, Travis? Go ahead. We have a sponsor, Joyful Beach Sarongs. Guys, stop spending time not knowing what you're going to do for your significant other. For any kind of occasion, go to joyfulbeachsarongs.com or find them on Instagram. Get them. Get anybody a hat. You can get a friend a hat. We've got some hats coming our way also. And uh, it's a little blanket sarong that you can use at the beach or as a little shawl. That's enough of that. Back to football. Um, Hell yeah. I'll get to the rundown here in a minute, but Dustin, it was yeah. a really wonky day in the NFL. There were lots of highs. There were lots of lows. There were there's some absolutely just crazy things that happened. It's the NFL. Weird things can happen. But it seems like in the moment, why are they happening to you? You know? So that's that's sometimes where you find yourself. Are you enjoying the season up to this point? No. From a fantasy perspective, <laughs> are you having fun, or is it more like, I got to weather this storm, the fun is coming? Um, I'm mostly having to weather the storm. I have a lot of Justin Fields, Travis. <laughs> I do, um, too. I've been pretty lucky with my matchups, though. Uh, I, I, um, I'm having a good time when I go to sleep. And then I wake up, and it's just you got to do it all over again. <laughs> the hope that we have, like the excitement that we had before the Bears game, was yeah. tangible. It was like, okay, he's he's coming back. Here yeah. comes twenty five. Mm-hmm. And then our group chat was just disastrous for three hours. It was like, Ugh. at one point, I think I said I'm turning it off, and I did, and then I came right back. Yeah, it's hard to quit Justin Fields. You got to be patient. I still think it's coming, but man, it's tough right now. We'll get to to more Justin Fields later in the show. I'm glad that you still think it's coming. (laughs) Um, You're off of it. But this this was a this this was this was a week, man. There's some like I said, highs and lows. Um, There's some good stuff to get into. There's some there's some performances i'm actually excited to talk about and and that's gonna be the bright spot okay um, jerry and johnson with the first comment of the night hell yeah we'll welcome to the stream here. jerry hello jerry Appreciate here we it, go man. here we do go we got yeah. an hour of football maybe a little less we'll see what the energy is like hell yeah dustin i have a rundown you have a graphic yeah. after you yeah. hit it i will hit the rundown all right here we go let's do the rundown we're gonna dive in 
to the rundown. I'll be exhausted because it's like a triathlon. Oh, I need to fix that graphic. Welcome to the rundown. First, what happened to the stash? Um, I got drunk on Sunday, and I woke up on Monday, and the stash was gone. Oh, and the, wow. It was in my sink, and I don't know why, but I said it's gone tonight. Maybe it got a little itchy. Perfect. Week three, recap the rundown. The Browns beat the Titans. Either the Browns are much better without Nick Chubb, or the Titans just blow dick. One of the two. You can decide. Probably the latter. Specifically, Derrick Henry. He's getting really good at that now. No homo. Lions beat everyone. everyone's least favorite team, the Atlanta Falcons. Sam Laporta is legit. Jameer Gibbs gets 18 touches, which sounds like RB1 volume. 82 yards, no touchdowns. You still feel disappointed somehow. The path to being an RB1 is closing for Jameer Gibbs in 2023. We are three games in. Every single Falcon sucked. What a waste of talent in that city right now. <laughs> Drake London, Bijan Robinson, Kyle Pitts. Yeah. What a waste of physical talent. Hopefully that gets going. We say that every week now. It's becoming a theme. Jordan loves Green Bay Packers, of which I am a fan. Come back from 17-0 in the fourth and stun the New Orleans Saints. Derek Carr gets hurt. Romeo Dobbs and Olave, both with really nice days for you. The Miami Dolphins beat the absolute dog shit out of Denver. And anytime we see Russell Wilson getting absolutely smacked, we smile here at Losing Sucks. We are not fans of Russell Wilson. It's a good time. 70-piece with no waddle. Yeah. Unbelievable. A-Chain and Mostert combined for 100 Shit. fucking fantasy points. I hope you weren't uh, playing against them. My God. Imagine, like, looking at your opponent's roster and thinking, I'm going to win because this dude's stupid enough to play the Dolphins running backs, both of them, and then getting absolutely pieced. That's how you <laughs> score 250 points. Golly. Start both of them immediately going forward. Cortland Sutton with a very solid day. Denver goes to 0-3. What was that about changing everything from the Daniel Hackett that Sean Payton was going on and on about? (laughs) Here's 70 for you. Shut your fucking mouth. Chargers and Vikings felt like the most Chargers and Vikings game ever. Those of you that know football know exactly what I mean. Mike Williams, out for the year. That hurts. Keenan Allen is an every week top five monster receiver. 18 catches on 20 targets for 215 yards. That is most good receivers two or three week stat line. That was one game for Keenan Allen. I expect it to be unbelievable with Mike Williams out now. TJ Hawkinson, one of our favorite players here at losing sucks is now the tight end one on the year. Weird how that worked out. Alexander Madison with a really nice day. Lucky to not fumble 14 times. I feel like every time the Vikings had the ball, he put it on the ground. Just about, yeah. Two or three times it was, oh, his the runner's knee was down or forward progress was stopped. Terrible calls. He should have fumbled three times. Justin sure. Jefferson continues to be the chosen one, not Robbie Anderson, although he would like for you to believe that. Patriots beat the Jets. No one wanted to win this game behind a monster two for 17 day from Hunter. I fooled you fucking fucks. 
Henry. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Welcome back to reality, supporters it's of Hunter Henry. One week. It's one week. Brees with 12 carries for 18 yards. Real sweet. Take a seat. We're not starting Brees Hall until something changes. All Jets weapons are killing managers right now. Ezekiel Elliott outproduced Ramondre Stevenson. This is the definition of what it's like to own a Patriots running back year after year. I'm trying to sell Ramondre Stevenson. Nobody will buy him. I can't move him for Kyron Williams one for one in Dynasty. I was told absolutely not. Bills nominate wow. the Chargers. Sam Howell throws not one, not two, not three, but four picks. Well done, Sam Howell. James Cook with another 100-plus yard day. He is for real. I hope you have some shares of James Cook. He's going nowhere. Washington is another team that, with what feels like wasted talent and weapons. We will get to more of Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson later. But you really struggle to start anything in that passing attack right now which was sure. not what we thought preseason Texans beat the Jags. That sentence feels like a lie every time I say it, but it was true. Evan Ingram led the Jags in receiving yards on the day. No one likes hearing that either. Fuck me and all my Calvin Ridley shares. Devin Singletary outgains Damian Pierce barf. Damian Pierce scored, but he needs to be moved ASAP. Sell high tank Dell five for one forty-five and a touchdown between tank Dell and Nico Collins. Houston has some fun weapons in the passing game. On to Baltimore. Lamar Jackson goes over 100 yards with two touchdowns on the ground. And Raven and the Ravens lose to Gardner, Minshew, and the Colts. What is happening in the NFL when you say that sentence? Zach Moss is what happened. 32 touches, 145 yards, and a touchdown. RB6 over the last two weeks. Dustin, even you, with your crystal ball, did not see that coming. <laughs> Michael Pittman with nice volume. He's looking like a safer play than I thought preseason. I don't have any shares. I wish I had some. Seattle takes care of Carolina. Andy Dalton shows why he is a Pro Bowl quarterback, at least was. 371 total yards, two touchdowns. Kenneth Walker, the third, not, com not to be confused with Kenneth Walker Jr., is a top five or six running back for me in any format. Do not trade him away under any circumstances. Or is it too late? That one's a little personal. <laughs> okay. Adam Thielen turns back the clock. 11 catches for 145 and one. Nice fan duel play, Travis. $12 into the bank account. Thank you, Adam Thielen. The Chiefs roll the hapless Bears. It's tough to watch right now in Chicago. Kelsey and Mahomes doing what they do. Justin Fields is running for his life. If they don't improve soon, we will be a somber, somber podcast over here. Our happiness relies on Justin Fields. That's what it's come to. Yeah. The Arizona Cardinals upset the Dallas Cowboys and kill many betting parlays in the process. A lot of people had the Cowboys as a lock, myself included. James Conner, Hollywood Brown, Rondale all find the end zone. According to Travis, there was a .0003% chance of that happening. We witnessed something fucking wild. Tony Pollard. Over the 100-yard mark on the ground, but Dallas struggled to make plays when needed. Josh Dobbs gets the last laugh, Micah Parsons. Yeah. Two games left. Devontae Adams goes for 13, 172, and 2. And the Man, Steelers do not care. Down go the Raiders. Najee is unplayable. He does jack shit once again. He joins the list of guys that I just hate at this point. Sure. I'm not sure what to do with any of the passing weapons for the Steelers at this point. 
kind of giving up on them altogether, at least until Deontay comes back. Eagles shut down the Baker and the Bucks. A.J. Brown gets fed DeAndre Swift quietly in RB1. The tush push is unstoppable once again. Rashad White, another one of our favorites, 17 touches. The volume's there. The production was not. Mike Evans gets the touchdown. Everyone in Tampa Bay has low ceilings. And finally, the Bengals won. Thank you to thanks to a 12 catch day for Jamar Chase, who goes over 140 yards and says, I'm back. The big win on the night, I think, was no setbacks for Joe Burrow and the calf injury. For sure. And that was the rundown. Very nice. Very nice. Take catch your breath. Catch your breath. That was that was a while. It took that a lot longer while. than I thought. You did it. You did it. That was uh that was good. You deserve a, an Emmy for that. Thank you so much. The Jags are 14 and 29 against the Texans. That's hard to believe. That's also a lot of Matt Schaub, Arian Foster, Andre Johnson, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, for sure. The Texans were underrated for a while. Yeah. Yeah. They have been. They all they've also sucked for a while. So, yeah. This, this is, is true. Is. 31 teams are unhappy at the end of the year, Dustin. It's true. Yep, and there's one particular that I'd like to talk about going forward, and we've touched on it once or five times. Who is it? Um, well, as we move into our freak out or fix it, um, we're just going to start it off, okay? Because I, I want to mention it once and then get off of it, okay? Right. I'd like to I'd like to smile the rest of the night. Um, Let's talk about if we're freaking out or if they'll fix it for the Bears. Justin Fields, QB 18. I'm just going to sit right here. Justin Fields may be playable in spots in fantasy this year, but the Bears aren't fixing shit. Um, they they look so bad. It's if Is you he just, a top 12 rest of the way? I don't think so, to be honest with you. I, I don't. Um, a top it, 12? I, the it look I'm having to like try and twist narratives to try and get him into oh the legs will get him there but man the legs aren't even doing it now I mean don't get me wrong I knew the Chiefs were going to be a great matchup I said that all week yeah. um I'm not saying that Fields isn't going to find any fancy success and this is where the this is the conundrum that we're going to find ourselves in this week is, is they're facing Denver like one of the worst defenses for fans it's one of the worst or de- best whichever one you want to look at it the Denver defense gives up fantasy points yeah. and they give it up in droves to the, to the wide receiver. Um, so if this, if there's a matchup where you have to start fields, it's this one. And if you don't start fields in this one, you can't start him anywhere. Um, in theory, he should have a couple of nice matchups in the next three weeks. Um, so it's more of a, you've already kind of had to break glass. Um, but now it's more of a, your your hand is still in the emergency case, but you're you're kind of over here waiting to see are you gonna are you still gonna give Fields one more chance? I don't think he's going to turn it around the way they did, you know, for fantasy last year. So it's year. a freak out. Yeah, yeah, it's a freak out. It's not to be it, fixed this year. I don't think it's gonna be fixed this year. This this is a this is a team in turmoil, and I do, I don't see anything that is, you know, improved. You know, it's it's not like. Each week they've kind of like fixed one thing. If anything, it's getting more and more broken each week. That defense isn't going to stop things. That offense is putrid. I mean, Don't sell I, until he has a big game. There's no point. 
we're just talking about redraft here, right? right. So what, what? How? What the hell are you going to sell him for? Wait you until know, he like, goes for thirty. Sure. If then he has find a, somebody who has, you know, uh, a terrible situation. Sure. And sure. sell the upside. It it can be done. Be patient. Yeah. If sure. you have a better option, like like for example, this week, I texted you on Tuesday or Wednesday, and I said yeah. last week, and I said, "Are we starting Kirk Cousins over Justin Fields already?" And you said yes. Yeah, yeah, we are. And I did, and it hurt. And then Kirk Cousins said, "I'm QB one overall yeah. through three weeks." Yeah, Kirk is balling sure. right now. Kirk is balling. I don't think that's gonna change. Freak out or fix it. Trevor Lawrence is QB 20. Do you think he gets into the QB 12 or better? And then compare him directly to Justin Fields. Who would you prefer? Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, I think Trevor Lawrence fixes it. I think that okay. that offense is too good not to. Um, the coaching staff is is too experienced to, to not turn it around. I think it was one bad game. You know? Um, yeah, they, He's they been look- bad. Fantasy-wise. Fantasy-wise. Fantasy-wise, he's looked rough. Um, So what what about it changes for you? Um, Great question. (laughs) Great question. Um, So, like I said, I think they they turn it around. They've had bad luck against the Texans. It's a division matchup. Weird stuff happens, you know, between that. We thought the the Packers were going to be, you know, this all star offense when they look when they played against the Bears, Um, and then they struggled for a couple games. Um, Trevor Lawrence, same thing, you know, kind of gone off to a rusty start. We have to give, I, I keep going back to, it is, it's still week three, you know, it's going into week four. You can only say that for so many weeks before you kind of have to look yourself in the mirror. I think Trevor Lawrence banking on the talent, banking on that offense, banking on the coaching staff. I think they turn it around. That's, that's where I find the comfort because we saw it last year. That team looked too good not to be good this year. All right. So out of. Fields and Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. I'm who Lawrence. has a better chance of finishing inside the top 12? I'm going to go with Trevor Lawrence. I'll go Justin Fields. Next, Dak Prescott. Freak out or he'll fix it. QB 25 through three weeks. These are guys that were drafted as top eight to 10 quarterbacks. Sure. These yeah, were Dak, not cheap yeah. options. No. Um, QB Dak, 25 I... is, is hurting you bad. Yeah, I'm selling. I'm selling. Like that's Dak. eight points a week, for sure. Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's easy to to look at Dak and and play the blame game, um, because at the end of the day, you know, it it does kind of fall on him. He's the quarterback, um, but you know, you you look at you look at quarterbacks. You look at the strength of schedule. Um, where does Dallas fall? Uh, they've got one of the <laughs> they got one of the harder schedules coming up the rest of the way. Um, and this Brian, Brian Schottenheimer offense was always pegged to be slow. Um, I, you know, for whatever reason, they just don't look the same as they have in the past. I, I don't know, man. Uh, I don't trust I don't, it with that. I don't I think trust they take Mike whatever McCarthy. they need that week and that's it. Yeah. And it, yeah. a lot of times it's going to be the defense doing what they do and Tony Pollard yeah. doing what he does and they don't care. Yeah. We don't I, need to air it out. I agree. Uh, Jared makes a good point. Oh, yep. Chiefs defense might actually be good. Um, this is true. For sure, they look very yeah. solid, especially their numbers at home. Look great. Yeah, numbers look great. If you look at their, if you look at the splits with their cornerbacks, their cornerbacks have been playing great against the wide receiver. Now that there's not that huge sieve in the running defense with Chris Jones back, 
Uh, this is a formidable defense. It's not. It's, it's a championship level defense, and I like it Jacksonville. I mean, uh, Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields have now gone to Arrowhead to that defense. Yeah. yeah. So you're right. That's a good point. Maybe the Chiefs' defense is just better than we gave it credit for. For sure. This one's for a little sure. different. Last quarterback of the segment. He hasn't missed time, but he hasn't been a hundred percent. Joe Burrow now QB thirty. Yeah. Look, come on. We're not we're not freaking out about Joe Burrow. He's going to fix it. Um okay. it, I'm going to say though, it may be still another 3 rough weeks. Um that's a third of a season. Sure. Uh, so when you say rough 3 weeks, yeah. Would you start somebody like Jordan Love over Joe Burrow? No. No, I wouldn't start Jordan Love over Why Joe not? Burrow. Why not? Because I think Joe Burrow is on one leg is still better than Jordan Love. Jordan Love now two. has had 23, 24, 25 points. Sure, sure. Why aren't we okay starting guys that are doing that? Is it just name value? Like, if Joe Burrow's not 100%, every ball sure. that he threw last night yeah, was it, floating. It, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, watched every snap of that game, and I thought every single one might get picked. So if Jordan Love is out sure. here... He just ran for 50 and a touchdown. Yeah. On his way to 26 points. Like, yeah, why I mean, not? If they have an easy matchup. Let me see. Who does Jordan Love have coming up? He's got Detroit. He's got Las Vegas. And then a bye. Then de- Actually, you know what? It has <laughs> to be schedule. okay at this point to play Looking guys that are schedule. balling the fuck out. Looking at the schedule, the next, I mean, say for the buyout, of course, the next four matchups, maybe five, six, seven, Jesus. The next seven matchups for the, for the Packers are very nice. Detroit again, Kansas. Okay, so until he gets to Kansas City, he doesn't really have. And that's week 13. Okay, so Jordan Love might have to actually get some love. Quick point here. We'll get to this segment later, but just yeah. because it's here. This sure. is a strategy play. If you are 1-2 and two or 0-3 oh because of Joe Burrow, Name value alone, you may be able to move Burrow for love and a position player that you need. If you can get, Mm -hmm. let's say you're starting Tyler Higbee, Dalton Schultz, Dallas Goddard. If you can trade Joe Burrow for a Jordan Love, Sam Laporta in a redraft, is that not a winning move to get back on track? For for who was it again? Who you said like Jordan if you Love could if, let's let's say Joe Burrow and Tyler Higby for Jordan Love and Sam Laporta. Um, did you not have to make that move right now if you're one and two or zero oh and three? You'd really have to look at it. Uh, yeah, you you might have to do that. Um, you said something on Friday or Saturday that was like it felt good in my in my core, deep in the gonads. Oh you said Travis oh said the things that are tough to say. But we need to hear them. Look, I mean, it feels... I have a visceral reaction whenever Travis posts these things on Twitter. <laughs> you have like, to survive. Zach it's okay. Moss over Najee Harris a couple weeks ago. I'm like, no freaking way. And then I go and research it. I'm like, this actually makes sense. And it hurts we to say it. We can't be attached to names. Yes, Joe yeah. Burrow is great. Yes, he will turn it around. And Joe Burrow's going to have a good season after the next couple weeks go by. If you're 0-3 and you just told me that Joe Burrow is going to have a fairly quiet next three games you're talking you can't afford to go one and two over the next three you're out of the playoffs 
Yeah, I mean, you're talking – it could be – if he doesn't smash in the next few, and granted he's already said he's going to be injured for the next you know few weeks, or at least we think so. He's got Tennessee, Arizona, and Seattle, um, which is good, but then he has a bye, and then he immediately comes back against San Francisco, Buffalo, Houston, um, and then Baltimore after that. So it's it's not a given he finishes as a you know top 10. You have to survive. You have to if get If you're wins. 3 and 0 when you have Burrow, fine. Wait. Sure, wait if you can. But he's um, a great name to use. We'll get there later. Derrick Henry yeah. RB18 on the season. You Dustin have him in our home league. I do. Freak out or he will fix it. Um This one's tough because I do believe in the talent of Derrick Henry. Um, do you now? I do. Um, I do believe in the talent of Derrick Henry, but I would I trade so. him away. Um, oh. I would trade him away. I actually have made an offer in our home league. Wow. Um, what what sort of return? You don't have to say that exact player, but sure. what, what level of return would you be looking A for? A comparable-ish running back and an upgraded wide receiver. Okay. Um, so... Derrick Henry, like I said, you can he can blow up, and you know what? He it may get towards later part of the season, and he's playing better. Um, but man, right now, I mean, I'll say this: Derrick Henry has a very favorable schedule coming up, and I wouldn't be surprised to see him turn around. But if you need wins, and you you know, like in that league, I'm one and two in that league. Um, you you have to get wins. You know, you have to keep moving forward. You know, they've got um. You know, coming up, Derrick Henry, the the Bengals, he's got the the Colts, he's got the the Ravens, and then a bye. You know, if you don't get anything after that, you're not you don't exactly have a bunch of easy schedule after that. I mean, yeah, you have a game against Atlanta, but then you've got Tampa, you've got Pittsburgh. You know, it's it's not it's not a given. But you're um, not selling at a discount. Not selling at a discount. You okay. can still get solid name value. It's a down week, um, but I would be looking to get something comparable if not a little bit below and then get an upgrade somewhere else like i said so he fe- he leans towards the freak out over the he will fix it a little bit little all bit. right josh jacobs yep. running back 27 yeah what a terrible sentence the volume is there he's touching the ball 20 times a week you know what it just goes back to running backs don't typically come back well after a holdout i mean it, it is what it is i mean I don't want to say that that's the only reason, but we've got the data now. You know, we, we've seen these running backs come back after a holdout, and they just don't look the same. And plus, a lot has changed. They don't have Derek Carr. You know, the offensive line is actually playing pretty well. Um, you know, if Would you, you if accept you... Mostert for Josh Jacobs, one for one? That's interesting that you say that because that's actually going to come up in a, in a, in a segment okay, down the okay. road. Um, but... I, I would like, be... like guys that are producing. It is so hard to turn down after three weeks of watching Josh Jacobs. Right. But that's most dirt. It... James Conner, like these running backs are doing sure. well. You but need like, what's, points. What's repeatable. I mean, Josh Jacobs didn't have a, a terrible, terrible volume. I mean, he just didn't have a lot of production in this past yeah. game. If, again, um, if these guys fall in the end zone, it's, they're not on this yeah. list. So yeah. Yeah. Jameer Gibbs running back 28. Yep. The path to Jameer Gibbs being a running back one in 2023 mm-hmm. is getting more and more daunting. In first of all, I mean, I hear he you. touched the ball plenty. Sure, absolutely, he did. Uh, I'm going to say this: um, he is very talented still, and in a PPR league, 
and in a half PPR league, I still think the door is open for him to be a running back one. He has to get a lot of touchdowns from this point forward. And I think that is going to happen. Um, because if there's one thing that we know is that um, the running backs for the Detroit Lions, they score a lot of points. And the number one easiest schedule in the NFL for the running back this year is playing for the Detroit Lions. Um, so, so when David Montgomery comes back, absolutely does he get the touchdown? Spoiler alert here, Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery are buys for me. Um, because like when he comes back, they're going to move the ball on the ground. Like yeah. that's how they want to do it. Watch Jameer Gibbs when he's he's on the field. That guy when he's in space, the only reason that you're not running out or like you can't buy Jameer Gibbs right now is because he hasn't had those touchdowns yet. Trust me when I say they are coming. That dude is so electric and the way that they use he's him. He's running a lot of routes. He's running so many routes, and they're going to start throwing it to him. That offense, like I said, we are three weeks in. Watch when we get to the middle of the season. Jameer Gibbs is routinely getting 16 to 18, 19 touches a game, and he is along with If that's the case, Dustin, because I disagree. If if he's getting 18 touches, either David Montgomery's hurt or David Montgomery's getting 8 to 10 touches. I... There's no so. way they give 35 to 40 touches to running backs and have Amon Ross St. Brown and Laporta and Reynolds and these other guys that are going to chip into it. Sure there is. Absolutely there There's is. There's not enough. Absolutely there is. Why wouldn't there be? We'll see. We the, uh, Jameer gives us somebody that we said week one we will watch every week. Yep. Yep. He's 0 for 3 so far. Javante Williams running back 30 three on the season we might have expected a little bit of a slow start yeah how long is it going to take samaj p ryan is not touching the ball sure so it's not a split thing why is he not better than rb 33 it's it's touchdowns i mean that's it i mean it's touchdowns he's getting the work um you know javante if you watch the games he's still shifty He's still getting to the second level regularly. He's breaking tackles. He He's looks catching fine. passes. He looks good. Yeah. That offense has just been – they can't sustain drives because they, they're they taking a lot of deep shots. Um, and then their defense has been awful, and they're having to throw late in games. I, good I, want, I want to believe that Javante is going to get more work, and I think he will. Um but I, I think he's going to end up as more of a middle to upper tier running back two. He's not going to finish running back 33. I'll tell you that. But okay. running back, oh, 18, 19, 20 um, is more likely. Um, so then better days are ahead. For better sure. days are ahead, but I don't think we're going to get that superstar season we thought we were going to get. Um, at least not this year. I think that might have been, you know setting the bar too high after the knee surgery, but he's going to, he's going to be serviceable. I just think he's more of an RB two this year. All right. That's the last running back on the segment. We move on. Good. DJ Moore Oof. of your Chicago bears currently wide receiver 41. We both had high hopes for DJ Moore. Yep. I definitely think he will finish better than 41. I think <sighs> they fix it with DJ Moore. Not to the tune of he's a top 20, but I do think he's still in that 
Chris Godwin range. I think they find a way back to that wide receiver two, back end wide receiver two group. I'm hoping I'm wrong here. Looking, I so looking at these numbers, man. I it's going to be a real struggle for him to finish better than like the wide receiver thirty. Um, I, I I really. I don't see it. The touchdowns aren't going to be a savior for him. The volume's not there. I think wide receiver 30 would be getting lucky. Um, wow. That's disappointing. Yeah. It is. So it it's is. a freak out. Anything bears is freak out right now. Yeah. Uh, n- well, no. No, not, 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 not nothing. Um, I'm, I'm buying running backs for the Bears. but All of them? Uh, Roshan Johnson, yeah. Okay, yeah, just I'm, one. I'm in on Roshan. I'd even be in on, on Khalil Herbert and some – some price um, he's probably dirt cheap right now yeah you could probably get him for nothing but um those two i'd be in on uh yeah this is amusing jared seeing travis a packers fan be higher on the bears than dustin a bears fan is a little amusing yeah. it's understandable you know, if because you understood dustin being a bears fan, <laughs> yeah, if you understand being a bears fan <laughs> this wouldn't be like no one can be hot lower on the bears than i am right now um he's like we fucking suck dj Moore, you suck i was in a place (laughs) uh on sunday night and the guys in our group chat can attest to it i just the bears suck uh even like i was like you know what even if we get caleb williams he's not gonna want to come here like we just like there's no hope in chicago right now i think Uh, dj Moore does finish inside the top 24 i think better days are ahead chicago has to figure something out i'm not panicking quite yeah. like you are. I don't Terry know why, McLaurin, yeah. wide receiver 46. Here's one I am worried about. Okay. I am freaking out about this passing attack right now. Yeah. They don't sense. want to lean on the passing attack. They want to lean on Brian Robinson. They just had mm-hmm. the best game script they might have yeah. all year. For sure. They were down 25 to 30 all day yeah. to Buffalo. Yep. And Sam Howell threw four picks. I get it. He's not going to throw four picks every week. Maybe they get better drives, but sure. they don't look good. Ron Rivera is not notorious Oof. for producing great fantasy wide receivers. No, so, not at all. Oh, uh, man. I, I'm waiting for a good game, and then I'm selling Terry. Uh, oof. Yeah, this is, this is tough because this is kind of one of the storylines we saw happening with the, the Washington Commanders is that their quarterback play might fall off. Um, and I think they'll end up turning to Jacoby Brissett. I think that is a, a realistic scenario. Um, they have one of the hardest strength of schedules uh, the rest of the year. And Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson, the, the talent didn't stop being there. It's, like you said, the, the unsustained drives, uh, four picks, you can't do that, mistakes. Terry McLaurin, I think he'll have better days. Wide receiver 46 is far below where I I would see him finishing. Better but, or worse than DJ Moore? He'll be better than DJ Moore. No yeah. fucking way. No way. Yeah. yeah. I, I I think that'll happen. Take that hat off. <laughs> it's You don't have 1% hope left. You're done. What do you want from me, man? You are what absolutely do you done with I... Justin Fields and DJ Moore. I watched, my wife watched, my daughter watched, Taylor Swift watched. <laughs> All of my dreams went down the toilet. And Dustin, this, where's it your down. hope? Believe. Where's, where's the belief? What belief? We don't have nice things in Chicago. I need we you have... to vent and get all of this shit out. 
because DJ Moore is a very good football player. He He dropped a 40-yard bomb. If he catches that, he's probably wide receiver 30. It's still that early. You know why he didn't catch it? Because he plays for Chicago. (laughs) That's why. Believe, Uh, Dustin. Chris Godwin mentioned earlier wide receiver 49. What the fuck? Absolutely. (laughs) I have a lot of shares of Chris Godwin. He's a great football player. He has yeah. Baker Mayfield. I don't think it's a Baker problem. The Here's Bucks the thing, just man. aren't that good. I am looking to buy Chris Godwin. I'm looking like to it. buy Mike Evans. Um, that bad game, you know, uh, Chris Godwin's Mike Evans, they still look good. Baker Mayfield th- chucks it down the field. That's what you want for a wide receiver. Um, Chris Godwin still is playing well. And wide receiver 49, hell, I'll take it because he's got – such a cake schedule coming up and he no, good things are going to happen like you get volume you just have more and more chances for good things to happen so um, so you Chris trust Godwin. baker mayfield more than justin fields what a sentence why do you make me why that's you, where me we're at i mean it's that simple say it again i i don't trust justin fields to throw the ball running the ball absolutely absolutely he can he's gonna have to throw the ball he's a quarterback you don't think I know that? <laughs> you don't think I? You don't think I've watched every game and thought, well, at some point he's gonna have to throw that thing. And you know who so, doesn't believe that? Justin. He holds it until he has to, until he yeah, has he to does. throw it. And you know what he does? He does, still doesn't throw it. He takes a sack. I would like to see the time in the pocket, the time of held balls mm-hmm. by Justin Fields. Let me go ahead week and to week to squash week to see that for you right now down. because the number one quarterback in sacks that are or quarterback pressures attributed to the quarterback's fault and the, and the percentage of that, guess who's number one? Guess I who's number it. one? I believe it, but is it trending in the right direction? You mean in terms of like it gets from, worse every From week? one to two to three, has it gotten better or worse? No, it has gotten much worse. Okay. <laughs> So Chris Godwin, you still have inside the top thirty. Yes, yeah, he's he's he'll be a he'll be a wide receiver too. He'll be a wide receiver too this year. Like that, that's going to happen. They throw. I'll it say enough. this: if somebody offered me DJ Moore for Chris mm-hmm. Godwin, I would accept it in any format. Oh goodness! I w- can we work that out right now? Is there a league that we're in where that is a thing? <laughs> I, I don't I know if, where you, you have DJ Moore, but I'll give if you, you do, DJ Moore for Chris Godwin I'll right do it. now. I will do it right now. Drake London, wide receiver 59. We already had mentioned how Atlanta is an absolute wasteland of talent, yet yeah. they can't do fucking anything. So yeah, it's, I'm not it's buying awful. Drake London. I guess you have to play him. He yeah. looks fine. They just aren't doing anything with they him. They don't throw. They throw it like, what, 18 times and 19 times and... I, I keep seeing on Twitter that they're going to switch to Taylor Heineke and everybody's going to be happy and better in fantasy. No. They're 2-1. and one. How They're going to have to lose seven games in a row to do that. And they're in like a weak-ass division. Like, they're not no switching. If they're yeah. near 500, they're not switching. No. There's no reason chance. to switch. This is the guy that they drafted. This wishful oh. thinking. Dallas For Goddard sure. tied in 32. Obviously. He will not finish his tight end 32. He needs no. touchdowns to climb up. But when that happens, the climb is very fast. Yeah. He's still a top 10 guy. For sure. On that I offense, mean, like he's a buy yeah. for sure. I would say so. Um, he's getting volume. I mean, you know, it's the same thing with A.J. Brown. You know, the touchdowns just haven't come yet, and they will. 
but Dallas Goddard, give it some time. Tight end landscape is always barren and unpredictable. So Goddard fixes it. Dalton Schultz, the last player of the segment, freak out, cuttable. Yeah, you 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 have not tradable. You have to cut him. No, you can trade him to the waiver wire for sure. And he's a good player, but they just don't need him. They have a rookie quarterback, and they're not. Not that CJ Stroud isn't bad or is bad. Uh, It's just not used that way. Cut Dalton Schultz. Don't be afraid to play a streamable tight end. Yep. Um, He probably had more points than Hunter Henry, though, this week. Weird. Okay. Next segment. On to you, Dustin. Lead us into the next path. This one um, is too late or wait. This is for you 3-0 and and 0-3 teams. Oh, Um, we're getting into some strategy here. Yeah. Yeah. Teach me your ways. Teach me. Oh, goodness. Uh, well, first of all, you put, you put on a fake smile, and you tell yourself everything's going to be okay. <laughs> um, that's step number one. Um, next step, um, there's a really uh, really cool tweet put out by, uh, by David Gautieri. Um, that's Guru Fantasy World on Twitter. He put out um, a bunch of st- uh, statistics on how likely you are to reach the playoffs if you start out, you know, Three and zero, two and one, one and two, three zero oh and three. If you start out zero oh and three, you have a fifteen point five percent chance of making the playoffs. Um, and if you start out three and zero, oh, it's eighty four percent. So, must be nice. Um, what, what what we want to do here is talk about some players. Maybe you're looking to target. Um, if you're three and zero, oh, Travis, there are some there are some things that you can afford to do. You're speaking my language because. Yeah, we get it. You're three and zero in a lot of places. Tell me how to be better. (laughs) There are some running backs that you can go after um, that I expect to be better than where they're at right now. Um, Guys like Aaron Jones, guys like Javante Williams, Jameer Gibbs, guys we've already talked about. Like I said, David Montgomery, Jameer Gibbs, guys I'm wanting to go after. Um, But Josh Jacobs, you know, Hollywood Brown, Cooper Cup. These are guys that you could target on other rosters that maybe they can't wait for better days, but better days are ahead. Aaron Jones is a good example. He may be coming back this week. Maybe he won't. But you can use that for a team who has probably been struggling the last couple weeks um, without him and say, hey, I've got these other guys. Um, I've got a James Conner that's producing right now. You know, I've got a Kyron Williams right now that's producing. And tell them, hey, I'll give you Kyron Williams, okay? And what you do is you you go get, uh, like you said, or like I said, go go get an Aaron Jones. You Montgomery. know, go get David Montgomery. Yeah. Go get a Cooper Cup if you can. Barkley. Um, yeah, Saquon is, is, is another great example. Um, JT, you know, uh, Ty almost said Justin Timberlake. Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> um, These are guys that bring no value to the 0-3 No value team. to an 0-3 team this week. And they can't wait another week. Um, because if you think it's bad when you're 0-3, imagine being 0-4 and your season is nothing but a, a, a just a terrible time the rest of the time. I was just um, about to say, we need to to talk to David and ask him to post what 0-4 looks like, what 1-3 looks like. Because that is ugh. where you scare the, sure. part, the trade partner into doing a deal like that. You, Here's you where you are. Get, you're at right. 15%. Here's what right. 0-4 looks like. Because you can't and, afford to do that. Do this deal. Right. 
what is the best way to get a deal done? Make the other side feel like you are trying to make them better. And you are. It's not like it's a secret that you want their player to make your team better. But you have to sell the case that, hey, it's not that I want to dupe you or anything like that. It's that you have to get wins right now. Or it's over. Or it's over. Your back's against the wall, and you have to, you know, sometimes they'll try to be, you know, too proud or indignant to walk away. Give them a little bit of time to come back and realize, oh, crap, I really have to get a win. And Saquon for Kyren Williams is not a bad uh, a bad trade. Right. Jonathan Taylor or Cooper Cup for Kyron Williams, guess what? Still not that bad. Kyron Williams is a great play. James Conner, a great play lately. Christian Kirk is going to be improved going forward. Um, these are guys that you can target using these yeah. players. If someone were to offer you Christian Kirk plus for Cooper Cup, you'd take it, right? You have to. You have to. You and if you are 3-0... and you would take that too. You have to go get Cooper yeah. Cup. I've actually tried. I tried to get Cooper Cup in a different home league, three and zero. He yeah. said, um, "I know I'm on three, but Cooper Cup is my keeper for next year." Yeah, Cooper Cup is a. <laughs> like, so it's week the, four. You're talking curious, about your keeper. He's thirty. It's a curious case for Cooper Cup because he is the one guy on this list that if he comes back <laughs> or when he comes back on your team. You could go from 0 and 3 to yes, 3 and can. 3 with a Cooper yes. Cup on your team. So, <laughs> yeah. if someone is willing to sell you Cooper Cup, go get him, but Cooper Cup is one of those special special players where he comes back and guess what? That is your shining star and oh man, trying to tell yourself, "Oh, if only I would have had two or three points here and there, it would have got me a win." Cooper Cup gives you like an extra 10 or 15 points over a lot and of guys. And that's fine. If you if you have if you're 0 and 3 or 1 and 2 and you have Cooper Cup type players right. and right. you don't want to sell them sure. to get win now pieces, then you I have don't. to sell other you have to sell other guys. Whatever right. it takes to win right, right. now. Now look, right. if you if your lineup is so damaged for another week or two mm-hmm. and you're looking at 0-4 already. If you don't have a chance, you think, of winning this week, yeah. then try to wait it out anyway. Sure. Like, sure. I'm not going to do it unless it significantly changes my chance to win this Agreed. week. Agreed. Yeah. I'm, Another I'm right strategy you. piece that I was thinking about earlier today, I'm calling uh, buying frustration. I like it. Um. People get frustrated with their players, a.k.a. Justin Fields. And right. like somebody in a redraft league with a podcast out of Philly, they said, drunk on broad. That's a, um, They talk Eagles, all Philly sports. We do a fantasy segment for them each week, drunk on broad at, on Twitter. I'm in their league, and somebody said, they put Justin Fields on the trade block and said, somebody come get this guy. I need a real quarterback. Ouch. Nobody traded for Justin Fields. They ended up cutting Justin Fields minutes later. And all that tells me is you're you're desperate. You're pissed yeah. off. You're yeah. you're I'm buying the frustration here. So I offered Brock Purdy, who's my backup to Justin Herbert, and got yeah. Nico Collins one for one. Like those deals are out there, and those are the types wow. of deals that if you're two and one or three and zero, oh, you can get. Sell your backup yeah. quarterbacks. Um, a lot of desperate times. Finally, buying and selling bye weeks is the last yeah. piece of strategy. As we enter bye weeks now, week four. I don't think anybody's on bye week four, are they? Nope. Nope. Starting no five? Four. Starting in five. Okay. So starting week five, we can touch on this more next week. But 
buying bye week guys on teams that can't afford to have their best players out. If they're right. 0-3 or 0-4 next week or 1-3 and and their best players, let's say they have two or three of their main guys on bye week, go pluck yeah. one of them off of them. Give them a guy who's playing now because they can't afford even one week of one of their best guys on bye. Yep. Those sure. tiny little things that you can find can make a difference for you season long. You're already three and one, four and oh. Go yeah. search bi week hunting, I guess we'll call it next week. Um, trading literally, this is the second part of this. Trading to literally give your direct opponent the bi week guy when you play them. So if Ooh, you're 0 and 3, smart. look ahead to week five. If you have good players on bi week, yeah. Let's say you have a Jameer Gibbs or um Josh Jacobs or a big name mm-hmm. that's on by week five or six. Move them to whoever your opponent is that week for their star player that they may be frustrated with. So that when you play them in ten days from now, yeah, you're not playing against that player and they will have to start somebody lesser. You have to manipulate and kind of find little strategies that can help you win specific weeks. Matthew Barry says all the time, there comes a point where every week is its own season. If you start 0-3, it's all hands on deck. How can I do this? If you're 0-4, it's moving guys that are on by to the team that's going to play against you that hasn't looked at week five yet. And then when they play you, they're like, oh shit, that guy's on by. Yeah. Find advantages. We will. I think we need to make a note to do a segment on um, buy yeah. hunting each week. Yeah. Just guys that you can go get and who you can give away. I like it. We'll make a note of it for sure. Man, yeah, that's God. That buy week survive. This survive, is where survive. this is where the strategy comes in. I mean, but it, that's the difference in making the playoffs. Yeah, and your season being over after eight or nine weeks. I mean, you're looking at, I mean, it's not some, just luck. There's little stuff that really good players are doing. There's a lot of, for week five coming up. wide receivers that have a buy? Um, you've got Keenan Allen on by Amari Cooper, DK Metcalf, Lockett, Evans, Godwin. All of them are on by, you know, running Kenneth Walker, the third, you know, Jerome Ford, Rashad white, you know, Justin Herbert's on by, you know, Deshaun Watson, like, and then it, it keeps getting worse and worse. You know, week seven is the bipocalypse, it looks like. You know, a lot of, lot of guys on by. And goodness gracious, looking down at week 13, too. Like, there are some, there are some weeks coming up that you're going to have to maneuver around. And you have to manipulate it. You've got to be looking out. You know, we've, we've brought up a, a bunch of names. You know, Jerome Ford actually is not a bad name to look to sell if, you know, here shortly you can get comparable talent but going and trading him or if you're oh and three or three and oh i should say trading for a running back that is coming up on a buy telling them hey you can't afford to lose another game you can't here's a running back that's going to give you an extra game of work and then getting that guy who already has his buy you have him for the rest of the season yeah you know so just kind of playing like zach moss Yep. who probably has one to two more weeks until Jonathan Taylor's back. Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe Taylor sits out all year. I don't know. But because of what he's done, 
the last two weeks, he's RB6. Right. If you sell Zach Moss for an elite name that is just not producing yet, let's say Austin Eckler. Yeah. You can go make those type of moves for teams that have to survive. I know we've, okay, we've, we've yeah. run this into the ground. We're going to make a segment on it so you have specific sure. names of what to do and who to do it with. For sure. For sure. That's do all the football want... I got tonight, Dustin. What else do we all have? Right. Yeah, I mean, I know we haven't talked about our big picks um, from last week. Um, I don't even know how we did. Um, let's see <laughs> if we can let's see if we can pull it up real quick. I know I had uh, Kenny Pickett. Um, there's there's a conversation Kenny Pickett over Sam Howell in our group chat. Really glad that nobody listened to me and went Sam Howell. <laughs> I probably said Howell too. <laughs> um. And then, uh, yeah, so Pickett had a decent – I mean, he was quarterback 15. Um, didn't kill you, didn't make you, so, meh. Um, man, I, I just keep looking over these I had Justin these Fields. Scores. That didn't work out. <laughs> Javante oh. Williams did not work out. Mike Williams did. RIP Mike Williams. He had a big play. Um, he, he balled. Mike Williams yeah. had 18 points, I think, in a standard league. Okay, you know what? That's that's actually an interesting. Um, I'm glad we touched on Mike Williams because that brings up a couple of of scenarios where do you go after Joshua Palmer or do you go after Quentin Johnston? Palmer um, for me. Palmer for you. Okay. Yep. Okay. I like that. Palmer could be it. Um, I have I have Johnston. I'm hoping that he turns into something. But Palmer. How been about to work already. both? Now, because because. If Keenan Allen gets hurt, they are both oh, very startable receivers. To the moon. To the moon. Yeah. So whichever one great. has a quiet week four, I'm going to get. Because yeah. all it takes is a little hammy pull, and you have yeah. yourself a top 20 receiver. My guy's feeling a little tight. We're going to give him some rest. And okay, fire him up. Buy him cheap. Or just check it. the prices now. Maybe people don't believe in those guys because they haven't done shit yet. Sure. Sure. Dallas Goddard was my tight end. Volume was there. Touchdown was not. Moving on, back to your big picks. Sure. Um, my big picks, like I said, Kenny Pickett at running back or at quarterback. Um, let me pull up my big picks because I definitely did not take the time to pull them up. Um, give me a minute. Vamping, 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 and I didn't have him on our show sheet. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You probably texted him to me. I did. I did. Um, we did right, have a. So I had we, oh, Jordan you got it. Addison. I had Jordan Addison at at wide receiver. Um, I had Travis Etienne at quarterback, and I tasted. No, Hill no, not at quarterback. Head. That'd be weird. I'm drunk. I don't know what the hell I'm talking <laughs> about. Um, running back Etienne, quarterback Pickett, wide receiver Addison, and Taysom Hill at tight end. Um. You we also had, had a pretty... segment last week called Benching Until Further Notice. Yes, we did. Number one on that list, Antonio Gibson. What Good was he on the week? RB65. Elijah Moore. What was he on the week? Wide receiver, 48. Yeesh. This JSN. JSN was on the must bench list. The holy mm -hmm. one, JSN. Yeah. Wide receiver, 103. Not cracking uh, the top 100 at receiver. Pat, Pat Fryermuth must have actually had a great game. How did he do? 
He was actually tied in six. There we go. So if you sat Pat, I'm sorry. You missed out on his 11 points. <laughs> oh, man. This is Lost brutal. of the week. <laughs> oh, goodness. Dustin I... might have a Thursday show to be determined. I am leaving for Colorado tomorrow morning, and I will Ooh. not be recording in the okay. mountains. Okay. What part of Colorado are we going to? Where Telluride, are we Colorado. Love Telluride. Gorgeous, gorgeous place. Golf, hiking. Mm. It's currently 37 degrees there. Looking forward to it. God dang. Yep. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and tune in with me Thursday. You know what? I've committed right now. Oh, I love it. I gonna, love it. I'm gonna I will be tuning in. I hope Hell everybody yeah. else will be. Hell yeah. I'll be on. I'm going to make it fun. We're going to put together something. Love it. Um, until then, I'll see you guys in a couple days. Travis, have fun in Colorado. Will do. Uh, Thanks, boys, for coming in. Remember, everyone, oh, oh. losing sucks. Yeah, good.